Hello and a happy new year from uh, me and Stefan at Tales from Wales podcast, our first episode of 2020 featuring a young, talented, good-looking uh, Newport musician, Jack Perrett. Always makes me a bit jealous when I get to work with somebody uh, or interview somebody as, as uh, talented and got it together as Jack, but uh, he's a top bloke and it's a top interview as well. So what we'll do is sit back, relax and enjoy episode 18 of the Tales from Wales podcast. Welcome to the Tales from Wales podcast with me, Stephen Evans, and Drew Taylor. We've got a very good guest in today. Uh, let's let, let's get you to introduce yourself. What's your name, my good man? I am Jack Parrott from Newport, South Wales. Oh, happy New Year, Jack. Happy it's, New Year uh, to you both. Nice, nice, nice to be here. I always get so sort of confused this time. Of year, like, how often can you keep saying Happy New Year? Yeah, how long can you dry say, say the fifth fifth of January is right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is overly polite. Yeah. So I suppose if you haven't seen that person until. You know, if, if it's, I suppose if it's June, you'd leave it, but yeah. I think January, I think you yeah. can say it, Yeah, if you've got like aggressive yeah. in June, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Chinese may turn as well, February yeah, and March is exactly. acceptable, like, but exactly. that's Good Christmas, nice time with yeah, all nice, the Yeah, nice, it was nice, was, um, I, I did have two weeks after, I mean, I usually with, with the music, I worry that I fall behind if I, if I don't do anything. Yeah. But I suppose for Christmas, everyone else is off, so you think, oh, I, can, I can have time off myself. There's not a lot I could have done, really, so it was nice to have a break. If anyone's picking up any heavy breathing now, as we've said before, it's not, it's me. It's not, it's not <laughs> me or Stefan or Jack, it's, uh, it's Henry the, the dog, he's getting involved. Podcast he likes dog. To, likes to be on the mic as well. <laughs> so, But do you think that's the danger with the creative industries you work in as a, as a sort of musician? There isn't time off. It's almost like it's a constant yeah. thing, and there's the danger of oh, if I'm not if I'm working, if I'm not gigging, yeah. if I'm looking for gigs. Yeah, do you find that quite difficult? I, I do find it hard. Um, Keep your match fit. Yeah, yeah, I suppose like being it's basically being self-employed. You know what I mean, so if any person who's self-employed doesn't work for a week or two weeks, they're naturally going to fall behind. I also struggle. I also struggle as well. If I'm, for example, I'm a teaching assistant, and um, I have six obviously I have six weeks off in the summer. 
I always think to myself, right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do stuff here by falling into the trap of just lounging about on the sofa. And I always yeah. beat myself up about it because I think I should be doing something now. Well, when, when you train book gigs and train all these gigs, do you do a lot by yourself then? Or do yeah. you work with any, any management? Yeah, so I, I haven't got management or anything. I've had a few offers, but it just haven't been the right right time or right person or whatever. I, th- I think that's a good way of doing it, though. Picking someone mm. who you think, I, I want to work with them, as yeah. opposed to just jumping into the first sort of yeah. management who offers you. Because yeah. you will get offers. You've you know, you yeah. sort of got a bit of buzz and stuff, so it's going to come. Yeah. But... Like if you're looking for a summer gig, you gotta look for it in January of new not Yeah, exactly. Not not oh it's just June of thirty. Yeah, it's June of thirty. So I've, I've already like November time was the time really to apply for festivals for twenty twenty. Do you mean yeah. so it's like seven eight months in advance? If, if you are working in school, it does work out nicely that you have that summer off. You've yeah. got your festival season, yeah, yeah. and I think you know ten fifteen years ago it was your Reddings, your Leeds, mm. your V's, your Glastonbury's, but now there seems to be a festival every yeah. weekend. In almost every part of the country, yeah, there summer. Is. So, do you find that a sort of big busy period for you? Yeah, well, not as busy as I'd hope it'd be, but hopefully, as you know, the years go by, hopefully, I'll be doing a festival every weekend. I mean, that's that's the aim, really. Yeah. But um, yeah, like we did Isle of Wight last year, which was great. I mean, but we want to try and get more. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that was probably the highlight of the year, really. But we want to try and get more things like that. That's cool. How, how old are the kids that you uh, that you work with? So I work in a learning resource space in primary school so they're year three to year six so they have no idea how cool and talented well, no, they, they no, yeah they watch the videos and all oh, but, yeah, yeah, they, love, they love it yeah so it's quite good really because they sort of see what I do outside of work do you know what I mean yeah yeah so, so yeah, can you play Drunken Stone yeah <laughs> yeah but they <laughs> few of them do ask for that one so I know we won't, we won't listen to that one today we'll listen to another one <laughs> do you yeah. ever test out new material on the kids in class um I don't, but I think that's a good way to do it because kids are so honest. Yeah, they'll yeah. tell they'll tell you if they think it's you know. Well, I think good. Like, obviously that age learning resource space for anyone who's, who's not sure this. I'm going to say this: it's a sort of behavioural unit in yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Have, you know, the cheeky chap. Yeah. mostly boys. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember being primary, and if oh, so you can play the guitar. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah they love it. I had a teacher in year six, Mr. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Racist, um, sort of man after you know, man, man like yourself. Yeah, yeah. And he was only 27, 28 at the time. Yeah. But I thought he was. Yeah, it's really old if you go yeah, up and yeah, yeah. play Oasis songs first at the end of the day yeah, for the good and things. Like, brilliant. What a good yeah, way to get yeah, kids de- to be here. Like, they, love, they do love it, but I think the novelty does wear off if you're doing it, you know, constantly. Like, oh, sorry, turn it down. I'm trying to watch whatever, do you mean? Oh, not champagne season, but <laughs> not again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having the kids say, do Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah. Of, Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't know what Wonderwall is now. It's easy I think it's an app on, yeah. the, on an iPad, doesn't it? Yeah. So you're 26 now, Jack? Mm. Um, so how long have you say you've been in, being involved in music is quite a sort of broad term yeah. but how long have you been in sort of performing as, so as performing live I, I think I was 21 so it would be yeah five years I've been performing live but playing the guitars it's about 10 years now yeah right okay. um, what, what sort of got you into that then what sort of pushed you to sort of um, give it a give it a, well, give it a I, guitar first of all I so, so picking it up it was seeing like Oasis really that was the main thing so they were like working class and I obviously see myself as working class so just Seeing them do it made me think I could do it myself. Um, but it seems I, I, I learned the guitar. My mindset was to write songs. I know some people learn the guitar just to sort of become really Play good. At, the yeah, like, Jimmy. Yeah. I, I'm not. I never learned the guitar to think right. I'm going to be Jimi Hendrix. I mean, I did. I want yeah, interest yeah. in that. I, I, my interest was to write songs. So to write songs, I thought right. I need to learn an instrument. The guitar is the obvious one. Yeah. So I obviously picked the guitar up, learned it to a standard where I could start writing songs. Um, and then when I like I said I was like 21 I had quite a lot of songs I was looking for a band but I couldn't find a band yeah 
to join a band or form your own yeah, band? Yeah, I'd do anything. I would happily be the person stood the back, play the bass. I mean, be the quiet yeah. person. I'd be the singer. If I, you know, I'd do anything. I That's just good. wanted to be in a band. So why do you think you couldn't find a band then? Is it like because you were coming with your own songs already, um, and it was a bit people like, well, no, we're doing this, and y- you don't fit what maybe, we're trying to do, possibly? Maybe, I, I think like maybe South Wales in general, or probably Newport more. So there just wasn't a music scene. You know, yeah. they, do you know what I mean? So there was finding a band. Yeah. But I had I had a few jams with mates and all, but they they were they didn't have the, the drive and the ambition that I wanted. Do you know what I mean they were quite happy to just do it every now and then. Yeah. I wanted to do it. I wanted Let's to get a few re- cans out there. Yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to be rehearsing three times a week, do you know what I mean? I yeah, I, I, I was serious about it. So it got to a, my I remember my brother kept saying to me, look Richard Branson's not going to walk past your bedroom and hear you playing off your record deal. You need to get out there and do it, whether you're doing it as a band. Or, so I thought, yeah, he's right. I, so I went out solo, playing just acoustic songs, you know, covers as well on my first gig, but chucked a few originals in as well. Um, and then, yeah, but I think about two or three years went by and then I finally got a drummer who actually went to my schools in my own school. Exactly, so I could have, you know, could have done that from the start, really. <laughs> um, and then I had, a, and then a bassist who I also knew as well. But yes, yeah, so I got the band as well. And I, but it's good because I can still do both. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because you said we at the start of the interview. You yeah. said like, um, oh, we are hoping this, we are hoping that. So yeah. you do consider the boys yeah, a, bit, a bit of a band. I was just yeah. your name is the sort of yeah the name on it. So that's moving away from perhaps definitely. Yeah, you're a solo artist, and it's this is the band yeah. for now. It was, it was like so. I it, it has. Crossed my mind to we change to a band name, you know. Yeah. I don't know what. The Lamps or whatever, whatever you want to call us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we can just call like a name, Jamie, to kind of yeah, something. Something yeah, something. Yeah. I'll find you a name. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> bad names to come up with. But it was just like, I was getting radio play and I was getting gigs off at Jimmy, so it would have been like, would it have been a backward step to rebrand and also yeah because we, we do have to go down the line of saying uh, the lamps formerly known as Jack Perrot yeah oh, someone you know? said like Jack Perrot and the yeah do you mean but we just never thought of a good enough yeah. idea yeah. really it's, it surprised me you said like there's or the, perhaps there, there wasn't I don't know about now you can mm. fill us in on this not much of a music scene in Newport yeah. because like being sort of the third biggest city in, in yeah. Wales and my knowledge of Newport is quite limited because obviously being at the valleys, yeah. like Cardiff, something yeah. Swansea, you know. But and then Newport is sort of you pass Newport as much as Newport, yeah, Newport maybe. But like that surprised me a lot. There's not much of a music in Newport. Uh, I think I, maybe because I wasn't in the scene, I might probably I didn't help myself there. Perhaps I should have got I should have gone to more gigs at the time yeah. in like La Perb and places like that. Um, but I think Newport's situated in between Bristol and Cardiff. I don't yeah. think that helps. Mm. Not just in music, in in general, like with shopping and yeah, you, you know, go into over the bridge Jimmy. or you go into Cardiff. Exactly. Yeah, Why yeah. would you go to Newport when you can just go another yeah, twelve yeah. miles down the road to Cardiff? Because when did TJ shut in Newport? Um, I caught the end of it. It was about two thousand and nine, I think, yeah. two thousand ten. Because that's obviously left quite a big gap in the, yeah. in the live music scene in Newport. Yeah. Because then bands at that sort of level were looking for two hundred capacity, three hundred yeah. capacity venues, and perhaps not going to come yeah, to Newport so, now. No, the only, the only venue really that's playing live. Uh, sorry, Originals Music is La Pub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and that's got quite a small performance, yeah, here, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's a hundred. It's a great it? venue, but yeah. if I did get bigger, which I'm obviously hoping... Newport I'd, Centre. Yeah, I, I don't know where else. 
I, I have thought about maybe concentrating more on Cardiff because the music scene in Cardiff's great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, loads yeah. of bands coming out from Cardiff. So. Not too far but away, he, is he it? Even with Cardiff, they've lost venues like um, Goody Who's. I forget the name of the Point. The Point. The point right. Goody Who's finished. Yeah. And it's yeah. that sort of in betweeny sort of yeah. venues where people, you know, they, they're not big enough for the Motor Point. They, they, maybe not big enough for the Great Hall. Yeah, Tram Shed's a good venue, but like, I know you mean, yeah, it's not quite... Yeah, yeah. I think size. grassroots scenes and, and sort of wider regional music needs that in between sort of venues that people yeah. can sort of... Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, going they up, are you know? building... I've heard they're building a new, like an arena. I don't know if it's as big as the CIA, but... It is, oh, yeah. Down in Cardiff Bay, they're getting rid yeah. of um, the Red Dragon Centre, a bit of an arena there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't like to guess the capacity. No. But I would say probably. But the motor point's not a big arena. Yeah, it's like yeah. 7,000. Yeah, the acoustics are rubbish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Swear yeah. Then, but like, yeah. I went and saw um, the Chemical Brothers there last month, and it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But, but like, you just couldn't feel the bass. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And you're like, well, come on. <laughs> Jesus, I paid good money to see this. I want to be vibrating. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's because, you know, the, the, the building yeah. is what it is. But I think, like, be, people from Newport and myself included get frustrated by that because you think, like, Cardiff's got everything. Why, yeah. why yeah. not give it to somewhere up the valleys? Well, you know, I mean, Newport, yeah, yeah. I mean, wherever, you know. There's yeah. a new centre opening up by the Celtic Manor as well. Is yeah, it? it's is a conference centre. Yeah, conference, conference centre. Yeah, it's not. Business and that sort of thing. Business. I imagine you probably could have a gig there, but I haven't seen it, so I couldn't. Yeah, because really um, somebody's mentioned they've possibly been comedy there and stuff, which would be quite nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, a good, a good place in Ponty Prees. I, I didn't play him, but I went to it was the Muni. I think that's shut, yeah. it? It's a yeah, shed that's still going. It's, it's shut at the moment. Yeah, it's still to be reopened now. But the, the problem is, is because it's not council funded anymore. It needs to be constantly turning yeah, a profit yeah. or justifying a profit, and it, it's hard it's to just do not, that. You know, it's yeah. so many sort of external yeah. factors. It yeah. is really good sounding as well. I saw yeah. uh, Wolf Alice in there. Yeah, they played there about two, three years ago. Yeah, like that. And um, but another one um, up in Abervale is the EV or the, yeah, that's a good the Institute. Yeah, that's a yeah, good. good it's quite similar, I think. To yeah, more dead were there a couple of years ago before they sort of finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, was 2020 a sort of a quite a big step forward for you and like your goals and what you're trying to achieve at the moment with music, or was it a bit of a but last yeah last yeah, year, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, 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 um, I had my, one of my songs released on a vinyl with a nice. promoter this feeling on a bit it was called Big in 2019 so it was on that um, I so really part of the 2019 this feeling sort of yeah. class of 2019 yeah, sort of thing the best of the best of yeah, yeah the ones they predicted were going to make it big I suppose I didn't make it as big as they anticipated but still, you know, you find this feeling attached yeah, yeah. to that was really helpful yeah definitely like they're good, they're good promoters it's nice like with this feeling the promoters who actually will promote, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you get yeah. some promoters who say, oh, you know, can you do the poster for me? And yeah, can you, do you know not just like, sharing well, on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, well, I'm, I'm not the promoter, surely the promoter should be doing the posters, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just an example anyway. But, um, so yeah, we've done that, Isla White, sold out the pub twice. Nice. Um, really, I released three or four singles, went on UK tour, do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, successful year, I'd say. Yeah, so are you just trying to obviously Christmas? Uh, now, sorry, but also, also Horizons, Horizons as well. I've got the Horizons project with BBC, right. which was like I've been applying for that for five years. So is that a national BBC thing then? Uh, or BBC Wales, BBC yeah. Wales, still BBC Wales yeah. I said I've been. I, I remember seeing the first year when I was in uni. Um, I think it was Charlotte Church was on the news, and she was saying it was a good opportunity for musicians. And I hadn't even done a gig at this point. I had 
like some rubbish de- demos on my laptop so yeah. I sent in obviously didn't get on it but that was five years ago and I yeah, managed to get on that but you, you do yeah. see it happening though bands who haven't done a gig yet they've just got maybe a YouTube following yeah, yeah. and it's I know it's a bit of a cliche sometimes but there are artists who've done that yeah, yeah, so yeah. taking that sort of opportunity or training opportunity yeah. there's nothing wrong with no, that because exactly. like you said the whole Richard Branson's not going to walk past your bedroom exactly, you've yeah. got to go and take those opportunities yeah, exactly. do you think there's quite a merit in that like sort of getting out there and trying to sort of push yourself yeah like I suppose in any any job if you don't put the effort in if you don't graft do you mean I, I don't think you're going to succeed do you mean so just by sending you know emails to people you think oh they're probably not going to reply if you do get a reply do you mean, like that's happened yeah the worst you you're going to get is no reply exactly you know, do you mean I, I like to work off of, you said about you wrote, wrote 20 21 songs well, do, I like to work off a sort of well I send 100 emails yeah if I get 10 replies exactly. that's, happy that's, that's happy days you know it's 10 yeah. replies as opposed to 90 not, you know, replies but it is sometimes tricky to sort of um, get out of that thinking about what you're not having rather than what you have got yeah. I find that quite hard sometimes to stay in yeah. positive rather than yeah. fixating on negative aspects uh, yeah it is it is hard when you you know you're sending all these emails you think and you are th- you're typing you're thinking am I going to get a reply here? probably not I mean, yeah. it is, but then you just you just wait for that reply or that one opportunity I mean it, it does happen I find it happens like that you I get down something I think oh nothing's happening and all of a sudden you get like three or four opportunities you think oh they're really do you know what I mean really good it's a bit like that like June but then the Isle of Wight released a song which got well received I think it got plays on Radio 1 and awesome. you know Radio X uh, moved house yeah sold out the pub but done all that in June and then the next month was a bit like oh what happens now do you know what I mean we did we was gigging but we want yeah, so yeah, you do get a bit danger. Yeah. You want that all the time. You want the highs all the time. So. Yeah, definitely. But I find sometimes, though, especially sort of um, the the level of the comedy and with you doing music, it sort of is, it can keep you grounded as well sometimes because it's nice doing sort of a, a big gig to five hundred mm. people on a Tuesday yeah. and on the Wednesday you're in Swindon doing a gig yeah, to fourteen exactly, people. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think sometimes it's nice to have that. Yeah. I think I'm back back to normal now. Yeah. And, you know, it pushes you on to work a bit harder perhaps yeah. to try and push like, yourself. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to be on the pyramid stage at Glastonbury playing in front of Inver Thousand people. But I do think the intimate gigs are, are really good as well, do you know what I mean? But hopefully one day I can sort of do both at the same, same time, do you know what I mean? I think I think you can. I mean the, the, all the progress you've made in a very short time. Yeah, yeah. It's very impressive. And I was well how are you twenty six now? Twenty six, yeah. When I was twenty six, I didn't know where my ass or my elbow was. You know, I was <laughs> yeah. too busy drinking yeah. pints and yeah. kissing women. Yeah. Whereas you know, I think you've got a really good like point of view and you know, yeah. you're gonna get exactly what's given to you hopefully. in the best way possible. Yeah, hopefully like Definitely. I do get some sort of praise on my work ethic which I believe, yeah. do believe is my strength I mean I'm not the best guitarist or singer but I do believe I work yeah, hard that's, that's so hopefully impressive. that pays off you know but you see in comedy as well like um, Tom Glover said to me a long time ago you're, you're yeah, he says like you know there's, there's much funnier people than me who don't work as hard as me yeah, they're yeah. not getting as far as me yeah. and these people who aren't as funny as me but they work so much harder and they're further down the line you know, yeah, exactly. hard work I think is the sort of the key ingredient it is like, like you said, said earlier so anything in life to me I was on about rehearsing earlier when I first started with, you know, the odd musician, like, I wanted the best musician in the room, but I was the only one, maybe, who wanted to be there and wanted to actually do it. Do you mean? tenacious. So, exactly, you, you tenacious as well. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think you did the right thing as well, sort of stepping away from past. Nothing wrong with those boys, mm. I'm sure, but mm. I think if you want to be... I like I like being in a green room when I'm the, the least funny comedian in the green room. Yeah. I think, right, I'm in the right room now. I don't want to be the biggest fish on the bill. I want yeah, to be, yeah. you know, being the smallest fish yeah. on a big bill and pushing up yeah. now, and I think that's the best way to approach I, it. Yeah. It's never a problem when I'm in that room. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a problem. Yeah. What's your name again, mate? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, it's fine, it's fine. It's got yeah. to swear a bit. Yeah, I used to, I used to like, I used to play tennis. 
Right. And I used to love. To, I used to turn up with my racket in one hand, bottle of water in the other. You get kids who turn up with bags yeah. and the sweat. And I used to love that. I turn up as the end. People think, oh, he's not going to be any good. And I wasn't. But do you know what I mean, I used to like turning up <laughs> as the person who just, you know, it still be what was it? Look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I think he haven't got a clue what he's doing. Was it Robinson's barley in the in the bottle of water? Is that, is that what the difference it, it was? Be, like? Yeah, it could have been. Could be anything. Water, <laughs> Robinsons. <laughs> so, like you said, practicing your room, sort of putting these songs together, and using the guitar just a, a means of getting your moves together. How did you sort of take a step for your first gig? Was it something you thought just really went d- d- uh, dived into? Or? So my first gig was at St. Julian's Rugby Club, which I think, if I remember rightly, they'd offered me, they knew I played, and yeah. I, this club I go down, I mean, and um, they knew I played, and I think they might have offered me a gig, or my brother might have said, I, you know, I can get you a gig if you want. I just think I just took the plunge and said, you know, can I play down here? I think I got 120 quid, which is quite good. It consumes my first gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so I remember good. I went out. Would you have done it for free? If they said, if they um, I don't know, it's a good question. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would have, actually, maybe. It's the first gigs, yeah. I don't know. But I suppose then, I, I took my 120 quid and thought, what an easy way to make money, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I always say to my dad, if I can make money out of using my mouth without yeah. stuffing anything into it, I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah, would you need like 120 quid to go and do something you really like doing? Do you mean? How but, old were you uh, at the time? 21. I was 21. But I, th- I remember that day, so I went, I don't think, I think I did it on the day. I didn't have like a speaker system or anything. It was just, I, had, I remember I had a keyboard amp, or even my amp. I didn't have a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> keyboard amp, guitar plugged in, I think my mic plugged in as well as well so Luckily, it couldn't yeah, have, have sounded very good you know? <laughs> but the people seemed to like and like whether I was good or not I think because I know the people down there they would have said saying that I don't know they probably would have given me a bit of stick actually <laughs> but, oh, they must have been nice though yeah, yeah, they must yeah. have done a good job but, yeah. wouldn't have given you the yeah and they, they've had me back since so amazing I must have been alright so like uh, that sounded like a nice gig have you had, ever had any uh, like shit yeah, like, like, yeah I've had hundreds yeah, of loads. gigs You'd like I'd say for every good gig you do, it's probably three shit ones. You know? need them, though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying it's you, but sometimes it's, it's yeah. the wrong room, it's the wrong crowd yeah. that we're in, you know? Yeah, like sometimes you've, you've played and I think, oh, I'm, I'm sounding quite good, and then you look up and you're just not getting a response, you mean? Yeah. But what, one that stands out is um, this place in London called the Alley Cat. Right. It's near Oxford Street. And uh, I don't. Is it quite an iconic music venue, or um, is it a bit of a just sort of? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I thought. Well, I thought right. It's be. It's in the centre of London. Yeah. It must be alright. It's, it's on Denmark Street, right? So I don't know if you've heard of Denmark Street. Does yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where all the guitar shops are. Right. I think sadly they're closing down now. But at the t- in this day, it was like the street for music. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I I played this gig on my own acoustically, so I knew what I was like. But I said, I said to the but when I got my band, I said, right, boys, I can get us a gig in this place. Or maybe I, we got offered, actually. Yeah, I think we got offered to play there. So it was free, didn't get paid. Because um, they're doing you a favour. They're giving yeah, you a story. it's one of those. Yeah, have, that, have, that, have that chair. Yeah. Uh, and good luck to you. And, well, the story gets better. So we get there. I think we had a park near Chinatown. So obviously, centre of London. Nowhere to park. Can and load because it's just chaos. Um so we parked in Leicester Square and it was probably like 30 quid for two hours parking should be expensive get to the venue um, but I knew all <laughs> it's quite bad so I knew what I was going to be like so I'd already played it before but the sound engineer is also the barman <laughs> <laughs> Max his name is I hope he's not listening Mad Max um, there's there's a hole in the bass drum obviously I know not not meant to be a hole in the drumming like yeah, yeah 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 um, 
there's no hi-hat clutch. Now, I'm not a drummer, so I don't really know what that means, but for the drummers out there, there's no hi-hat clutch, so I imagine so there's, that's there's, problems. There's, well, the clutch is yeah, so they can't open, I, think, yeah, yeah, I don't think they can open and shut, basically. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, no clutch on a car wouldn't be very good, exactly. so it's probably going to be something <laughs> similar, isn't it? Um, what, what else was it? So, one of the, so on the stage, there was extension leads, Plugged into extension leads. Plugged into his. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a fire hazard. Yeah, it's like one of those adverts when yeah. you're a kid, and they don't put twenty-seven plugs <laughs> yeah. into one plug. And they were asked, <laughs> I mean. So um, we sign checked it. So we sign checked, and my microphone wasn't working, but my bassist was. So I thought oh, I'll just swap them around. And he yeah. said, the, the bloke behind the bus said, "Shit, stop! No, stop! Stop! What are you doing?" Like sat shaming me. It's like. You know, I thought I'd just swap rooms. This one's weird. Anyway, we don't know sign check. The next band sign checked, and one of the monitors started smoking up. <laughs> and, so, and, and they were like, oh, we're not playing. And they walked off. They didn't play. Right. So um, we'd done the gig then. It, obviously, it didn't sound very good, but we got through it. Do you know what I mean? It's, was, the, was the thing still smoking, the monitor? Uh, I didn't. I, it didn't when we played. No, <laughs> we didn't hang about, though, to find out. That's really <laughs> <laughs> we was out. I'd be intrigued to know if it's still open. Yeah, we can't. But uh, I, I find yeah. that with London, in general, I don't know if you've got a similar sort of thing. I think in London, you have some of the best gigs in the country. Yeah, and yeah. Some of the, and then it's, it's the two yeah, opposite yeah. They're either fabulously run gigs, fabulously attended, classic venues, or they're just really shoddy. Yeah. And I think it's just, I think in between, you know, do you find it's a bit different in other parts of the country, or the other places have been a bit sort of uh, more enjoyable? Yeah, visits? London's like that. I suppose, like, those gigs, are, that gig particular, I don't know what promoter is with. I suppose it depends... What, what who the promoter is as well, do you mean? So I'm just thinking, if I was giving advice to someone, I'd say, do your research on who's asking you to do this gig. Yeah. So I, the first gig I done in London, and I would never do this again, it, it was a pay-to-play sort of thing. Right. Do you mean, I don't know if you get no, that, in, do you get that in comedy? You I get, in, in London, and only London, I don't know why, yeah. you do get some pay-to-play, and you get a thing called bringers, which right. means you can only perform if you bring, if you bring two mates, and you have to oh, stay right. as well. So ah, you, bring, right. you bring two mates, and then you get to perform. Right. You bring four mates, you can do a bit longer, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Silly, like, silly, isn't it? Yeah. The logic one, is, friend, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the gig. Yeah. But the logic is, well, if you can't get an audience, why are you putting a gig on? Exactly, you know? yeah. But other people will argue for it as well, because they want stage time, but I don't. I would, if I was giving advice to someone starting out, I'd say don't pay to play. It's not, do you mean, the first one I didn't, essentially it wasn't pay. So basically I had to fork out for 15 tickets and I had to sell those tickets. Yeah. I think I sold 16. And I think what they said, anything over 15, you get half of the door. So I think I had three quid. Yeah, we are. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 But uh, I, yeah, yeah I would. Was that two minutes parking, three minutes parking? Yeah, exactly. Square, exactly yeah. Right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise those gigs to people. Yeah, no. but so if asked the sort of the, the lower end of the scale, if we're sort of the, the, any sort of the antidote to those sort of gigs, any sort of like bet, better gigs you've had, the sort of top end of the, of the um, spectrum for you? In London, well, in London, or oh, all over, all over. So the, one of the one of the best gigs, or a few of the best gigs I done was supporting from the Jam. Should right. you know the band, the Jam? Yeah. So uh, Bruce Fox and the original bassist, he's in a tribute band now called From the yeah, Jam. So they, like the, the Jam minus Paul Weller. Yeah, basically, right. basically, yeah. Um, but I've supported them on quite a few dates, and I played like some good venues like Cheltenham Town Hall, yeah, Loughborough Town Hall. Um, there's a place in Froome called the Cheese and Green, and these venues hold like a couple of you know a couple of thousand. Nice. Maybe, do you know I mean so they and they, I don't know if this was the crowds are more mature. That's the right word. Yeah. Um, old, 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 old,
I think they appreciate the support like Jack's act. fans, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they get they get there early for the support act, and they were listening to every every song I played. I mean, so those gigs were great. Well, you must be good if jam fans like you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, perhaps they've mellowed in their age, maybe. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, exactly. In my experience, uh, older people know what they like and they yeah, know yeah. what they don't like. So yeah, the exactly. main reason they stayed there and enjoyed your stuff is probably a testament to yeah. your talent, really. Yeah, well, hopefully I can get more gigs with them, so I love love them. But with the band, um, The Great Escape in Brighton was really good, good yeah. fun. Um, we played the Old Blue Last in London, which was a great gig, but we haven't been paid for that. That's when was uh, that? uh, August. So uh, my, the musicians union are doing the last. So oh, I can't. I can't cut out. <laughs> <Same. laughs> but um, that was great. I think, in particular, like obviously the hometown ones when they're sold out, they they are really good. But I think away from home, the Great Escape was probably the best one. Yeah. Well, we had a, we did a chat chat with um, the drummer from a band that now a couple of weeks ago, Callum, mm. and he was saying about... Um, from Merthyr, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mer- Merthyr is really... Man- is Ryan who manages them is from right, Merthyr. Okay. Callum's... We Swansea, Callum? Right. Yeah, said, yeah. But he was uh, saying, you know, he found there's a danger in just doing too many hometown gigs and getting yeah. a little bit too comfortable. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, you've got your fans and that's fine. Yeah. He said, you know, it's better to push on. You've got quite ambition to push on across yeah, the Yeah, like I said, like I said earlier, I think maybe not pushing out too much but just concentrate on Cardiff more try and yeah. do a home t- like a headline gig in Cardiff like we're doing headline gigs like in Manchester and all that which you know I think impressive it's impressive like, yeah, it is, it is. especially you know the home of Oasis N- yeah stuff. exactly obviously love uh, yeah do, do you play Manchester like a bit of a mecca for obviously yeah. very very indie orientated yeah, in, like, in, your, in your sound and your influences I like, yeah. guess. do you find Manchester like a bit of a musical mecca for yeah you? well the North West really, I obviously love the Beatles as well so yeah. Liverpool and but yeah, it's, it's great going up there because you, you do have like this preconceived idea that people will like you or will like us because, yeah. like you said, the sound is so Manchester. Or but do they do they sort of are you are you do they accept do they take buy into the sound then or do they think oh well actually you, you you're Welsh yeah. you're not you you you're not, you're not sort so. of as genuine. Like. I've never had anyone say they don't. Yeah, I've had people, but then I suppose. They don't want to talk to. Yeah, them. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know. Are they going to come and tell me how bad we are? I don't know. Mm. But I've had people come up and say that they like us. So yeah, that's really good. That's good, yeah. Because so, like, obviously you mentioned the jam as like, sort of an influence and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, you've been compared to a lot like Jade Berg, yeah. uh, Oasis, that sort of thing. Do you like those comparisons as a musician? Because it yeah. is, I find, with, it, with your music, it is, there's definitely that yeah. sound there. It's, it's got, it's, you can't get away from that sound. The sound yeah. is the sound, isn't it? But it's do fun. you like those comparisons or do you find them... I, I don't mind. Do you mean, I, I, I suppose like people, I, d- I don't think I sound like Liam Gallagher, but people yeah. tell me I have. Oh, I do, sorry. Um, but I suppose I grew up listening to him sing. Yeah. So, but you're going you, to have that attitude, aren't you, as well? Yeah. And there's a lot of attitude yeah. in his voice, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, so there I is. That's really cool. Like, I, Im- I imagine subconsciously I was listening to those songs and I was singing like him, even though I didn't try to, do you mean? Yeah, so it yeah. sort of carries on. But like, I, lo- I love Nirvana as well. Yeah. So I mean, it probably wouldn't, well... Have you seen that yeah. tribute band, No Vanna? Elvana. Elvana. Yeah, Elvis Fronted yeah. one, yeah. I, I've seen I'd things. Love to see that. Yeah, I know. I would like to see that so as well. I am si- I seen they were playing the Globe, I think that was about two years ago. Oh, I don't know if they still go in. They were, they were in Glastonbury last year. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. They were in Tramshed on. It was a date I couldn't do because I had a gig myself. All right, yeah. But I, I saw it was twenty four, twenty five pound to go and see right. him, which you know, not. I, I think I think ticket prices have crept up on me over the last yeah, few years because yeah. I when I see a full footage like twenty quid and I was fourteen. Yeah. When it, when, 
hang on, 40 odd credits, 50 credits, you know. But yeah. I just thought, oh, for a guy who's just wearing a jumpsuit and singing Nirvana songs, I don't yeah. know if they're yeah. for me or not. Like, if you're not an Elvis fan and you're a massive Nirvana fan, they just be dressed like Elvis but sings Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, sings, sings like Elvis. Sings like well. Elvis. Ah, Nirvana right, songs, okay, yeah. yeah. But like you know, if if you're like you know, I, I'm more of a Nirvana fan than I am of Elvis. Mm. And you think, oh, like the first two or three songs, oh yes, funny, Quite funny like yeah. that. And then the rest of it, you think, murdering, murdering, would be rolling in his grave yeah, right now. Yeah. It's quite a good idea, though. I think I yeah. other bands um, yeah, sort of done it. You know, well, it's that it's that pub pub band sort of culture around you. You know, people make good living from mm. just playing Kings of Leon and yeah. killer songs and things week in week out. And I think it was a market for it too. Yeah. And obviously that Elvana aspect to it. Yeah, it's a bit of a novelty. Yeah. People like, like I, I do that. Uh, I do the cover gigs as well. Yeah. I, mean, I do a few weddings every now and then, but. It's that not what income top up. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's where the money is. I mean, in music, it's not. You just you, the thing is uh, for you probably you're, you're just like you're in like I don't know, like standby mode. There. Yeah, yeah. I was only just, you're just saying this, getting it out. Whereas yeah, if it's definitely. your stuff, you probably feel more of it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. It means more to you, doesn't it? Yeah, I, it's harder ways to earn money. Do you mean than to and like I said earlier, yeah. like it does seem easy an easy way to make money but it's not what I want to do who do you cover then when you do that sort of thing so I'm quite bad for learning songs so luckily when I first started I learnt loads of different obviously I could play Oasis all night Nirvana Stereophonics The Beatles Arctic Monkeys but I I do like a cover of like Bill Withers and Benny King Jimmy so it's quite a range but I usually what I usually do for a covers gig I usually play like half hour of my own stuff first and then do all the covers then because as the night goes on, people get drunker and they get more more into it. So and as well, they they, they when you're drunk, they listen, listen out for things they've yeah, heard before, as opposed yeah, to yeah. giving you yeah. what attention you deserve. Like someone, like. I told one the other week, and someone said, "Why didn't you start off with the covers and then do your stuff at the end?" I was like, "No, because you guys are pissed." Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna. Well, what do I? Well, you're not, not going to want to hear "Drunken Stones" is the last song. Yeah, yeah. Mean, yeah. no one's going to know the words. Do you mean so? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever get asked to do "Sex on Fire" by Kings of Leon? So I've probably been asked, but I don't know how to play. I need to. I need to learn. Don't. No, no. I sing songs. I don't. That's the yeah. that's the hardest part about learning songs. Sing learning songs you don't like. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. But this it's one thing learning the chords. We've got to learn the words as well. Yeah. Do you know mean yeah. so? You're learning two things. Yeah. It's, it's it is tough. Like I had to learn for a wedding. That's Tom Walker song. Just you and I. Yeah. I don't really like that song, do you mean? That's it, don't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they, if they ask for you, you, you yeah. then you do it, you, you perform in on request and you rather exactly. than uh, under your own well, that's where you, where you charge want. more money, that's what I do anyway, do you Yeah, mean? yeah if you don't like the songs, charge it, more money. Well, exactly, do you mean? It's, Brilliant. It's like, I, it, it, well, it, it took me, it probably took me like two, th- well, more than that, three hours to get the song ready, do you mean? Yeah. From learning how to play it, learning the words, do you know what I mean? You know, it's, it's the timings and stuff as well, isn't exactly, it? You yeah. know, you miss up one word. And the pressure, yeah. The, was, I think I did it for the first dance as well. So it's, the, it's really? the pressure of doing it for the Jesus. first dance, do you mean? Well, I've been booked for a couple of weddings now this year, and um, I'm going to cancel them because I, 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 I'd be booked all Christmas time. And, like, I've done two, I've done two weddings, they're awful. And they hard, oh, are they? For well, a in the heart, yeah. Well, I was I was booked yeah. over Christmas Jesus. night for a golf club, and they booked me after seeing my act. Yeah. But then they clearly didn't want my act. They want me to do like mm. not swear yeah, yeah, and yeah. not listen, not do that. It's like, yeah. hang on, boys. Just, you, yeah. You know, it was horrendous. That was. I don't. I don't want to see yeah. them drop in the wedding. Oh, you've had that. Golf club, golf club, but wedding yeah. is somebody's special day yeah, and exactly. stuff. And they've got, got a grand. You know, I've, I've been booked for gigs before now, and they've turned up. and They said, "Oh, you can't swear because children here." 
Hang on, you book, you book my act, yeah, like, exactly, you know. And yeah. I, I did a gig at a wedding <laughs> for a, for a comedian, a lovely, lovely guy called Ali Richards, um, and and it was like sort of like it wasn't like a proper like you know like huge wedding. It was like in Cardiff City Centre in a bar like that. It was cool, really nice wedding, and I did like most of my set and stuff, and everything went really well. I didn't swear or anything like that, yeah. but I remembered something my friend said in the best man speech like ten years ago, and, I, and they were going to Vienna. Uh, on their honeymoon, and I said, oh, it's really nice that uh, Alid's uh, taking his wife up to uh, North Wales for the honeymoon, and people are looking confused <laughs> like that. Because so, when I, when I uh, asked him what he was going to do on the honeymoon, he said, oh, I'm just going to go banger for a week. <laughs> 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 I did not go down well. <laughs> Didn't go down well at all. My mate said it in their wedding years ago, and like, oh, my God. I, I, like, you know, I was doing so well up until then, and it was the last thing like that. Yeah, and I just yeah. went, Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, goodbye. <laughs> I take my hat off, like, to comedians, though, because I think that's, you know, I don't think I could do it myself, like, because it's... You've got a natural talent. You can play guitar and write songs. I don't know, I don't know, but... I, that's a beautiful Fair thing. play, like, so I imagine it's hard if you, if you don't get a reaction, like, you know. Yeah, you, yeah, it can be, and I think it's one of those things, it's easy to do, but it's hard to get good at. It's always master, hard to be yeah. good at your master, and, yeah. you know, you, you get plenty of people, you can get them to give it a go, but it's getting good at it is, is where the, the, yeah. the artwork and the self-reflection yeah, yeah. and mileage and all that sort of thing comes in, like, but... Um, is it, like, one of the things, if you get... Sorry, I know you're asking the question. No, sorry. The more experience you have, obviously, the, so the more gigs you do, obviously, you sort of know, right, I won't do that at this point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can so, And you, you get to a point where you're saying material mm. and you're thinking of what you're going to say next at the same time and it's like spinning plates and you, 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 yeah. you become far more sort of comfortable in that environment. Similar to yourself, I suppose. There was a yeah. point where you couldn't strum and sing. And yeah, 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 you, you can now, yeah. You know, it's a bit like that, really. Yeah. But yeah, you think, oh, oh, they didn't like that joke, so I definitely want to do that joke. Okay, you know, right. So, yeah. Oh, they didn't like that one. They're going to love this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, some crowds like that when you think, oh, just yeah. get out. You're not on board, so I'm just going to ruin the last five minutes. Yeah, do you ever do yeah. that? Do you ever think, oh, yeah. they're not laughing, I'm just going to tell the jokes I know they're not going to like? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so sometimes, like, uh, I'm not, you know, so I'm not a bad person or anything like that. But if people aren't, an audience has a job, an un- yeah. unofficial responsibility. If they come to see music or comedy yeah. or something like that, you must give audible feedback. Now, sometimes if people are a bit too snooty or far up their own ass, yeah, and I think, well, that's fine. I remember did yeah. a, did a gig uh, before, and then uh, you, know, you know when you think people, oh, those two people have just come out tonight. Uh, just to try something new. Yeah. Well, this room was full of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'd, I'd never seen comedy or anything like that before, and I was doing my bit like that, and I and and I was just getting a ha uh-huh, next yeah, yeah. like that, and then it came to the end, and I said, oh, "I'm going to finish up with a really horrendous joke." It was really quiet, and I just went, "Oh well, uh, I think we've all learned something tonight. Uh, if I don't see any of you again for the rest of my life, which I hope." Have a long and healthy life. <laughs> Goodbye. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. But then, like, one, one question I got for you is, it was, I, I find it really weird. Obviously, when we do comedy gigs, we say uh, no mobile phones. So obviously, mm. you know, you can't say that as a musician. Mm. I, I feel, I feel, I feel like people are, are watching gigs through phones. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like not living in the I, moment. It's yeah, pink. I don't, I don't. I, when I I, pro- I do think to myself, oh, I need to do it more, but I don't know why. Yeah. But I, when I go to a gig, I'm literally. I never take a photo on my phone. But the only time I feel like I should is if I'm, as a musician, so I'm supporting the band. Yeah. If 
for my social media i think oh, yeah. i better get a photo so it you know yeah looks good or whatever but like nobody believes you that you went there yeah. unless you post about it like, so everyone's competing really everyone's sad. competing aren't they do you mean like you know look but, but it's it's that double that cash 22 of falling into the trap of doing that all the time mm. or not doing it and feel like you're missing out it's like yeah, trying yeah. to find the balance really do you find that quite hard with social media and the sort yeah. of rule could you independently sort of managing yourself at the moment do you yeah. find it quite tricky to keep it up is, with that it is hard. i always like if i made i feel rude if i'm on my phone like if people are trying to oh, play really well and i'm on my phone like saying you know yeah. a uh, instagram story or something so what i do every monday i sort of schedule my posts for the week right nice. on facebook and twitter and instagram so i think it just so i don't work mondays and tuesdays look yeah. so some part time whatever so i um schedule my posts for the week and then that, that does free up my time. So then. you use them as like admin days then and writing yeah. days? And yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Working yeah. days, but yeah. not in, in the school. It's a nice yeah. way of doing it because it's yeah. probably too easy just to sort of think, I'll have a lion today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do fall into that trap. Lion is amazing. It is. Like, uh, especially over Christmas, like, I'd be going to bed all kinds four of hours. Yeah, do you mean? Four o'clock, I went to bed last night. Yeah, it has a knock-on effect on it. What's a normal Christmas for Jack Parrott look like? Well, this year is obviously... First, new, in your new home. first one in the nice. new home yeah so but that was nice um i i, I think this year was weird as well because it was on a wednesday yeah so it felt like we had a weekend a weekend on wednesday because it was christmas yeah, yeah. another weekend and then new year's a weekend in the middle yeah, of the christmas week christmas eve is always friday christmas day yeah, is always saturday exactly. even though it's not it just feels exactly. like, exactly. like 10 days it was, so like, i think i had two days not drinking uh, over, over how were you weeks. in those days DTs. i want i too bad you mean but yeah i just I'm glad I I could easily do dry Jan- January now. Easily. Yeah, I've had enough of drinking for well, a while. I I've decided to do that, but I was saying to Stefan before we started saying, "Now, do I pour out a couple of cans of beer, or mm. do, I, do I drink them first and yeah. then start?" And and like if you look up there, is the the ghost of Christmas snacks at yeah. the top of there still still lingering? You think, oh, doesn't end. Yeah. Well, I'm in a predicament because I had loads of chocolate and sweets, but my missus now on a diet, so yeah. I can't. So I, I, it's it's, it's a guilt trip. Of, Twenty six. Oh no, you'll be fine. You won't gain weight I'll be, for at least another no, ten years. I'll be fine, Bruce. When yeah. you're sat on the set, Ian, you're I'm tucking into my Maltesers, and she's there looking at me like doing this in front of me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, but I know. Yeah. You chose a good yeah. day, and she rolled for me. Do you yeah. mean so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's January. We're so looking at it, we are twenty twenty now. Like I said yeah. earlier, um, what are your sort of plans? What are your goals for this year? Are you much of a goal setter? Uh, no, not really. I was asked that yesterday, actually. If what are my goals, I I just take it as it comes. Really, obviously. Yeah. Um, the music obviously I just want to try and progress it all the time just playing bigger and better shows or whatever more festivals um, this month we got quite a few gigs I'm in Tewkesbury next Friday for an acoustic gig oh, nice um, we're playing Club Eva back on the 15th nice. of January um, we're in Manchester doing that headline show so we got quite there's meant to be a gig in Swansea in Sin City as well but I don't know if that's going ahead it's, it hasn't been announced yet so I assume it's not Is that going January ahead. as well yeah it was meant to be yeah but I, I don't know what's happening with it to be honest but so January's looking quite busy and yes yeah, hopefully hopefully we've been on this Horizons project as well there'll be more um more shows coming up and maybe festivals as well. Do you find off the back of a good show you tend to get a few more shows out of it? Like as if yeah. sort of, you know, whilst that show in, in the immediacy was great, it got paid, got good. You do you find it a sort of springboard? Yeah, yeah. I, think a, I think it does. It was good as well. We played a festival up in Manchester in November, but we'd already had this gig in January booked. So it was yeah. quite good to do this gig and say, look, we're back in Manchester in January, come do you know what I mean? Like so we haven't really been in that position before, so hopefully that'll 
they've seen us and they'll bring a few mates along. Any sort of ideal festival? Do you, do you realistically you like a target this realistically, year? Realistically, I'd like to go back to the Great Escape in Brighton. Hopefully, yeah. I, like, that's the thing. Obviously, I'd love to play like Glastonbury and all, but I'd happily just do like smaller festivals, yeah, yeah, more regularly than just do one big one. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, um. Latitude Festival and just lots of little bites. Yeah, one big see, mouth they're still big festivals, which I mean, but they're not like your Glastonbury's or yeah. whatever. Do you mean, like, I perhaps do things, you know, festivals like that more often than do big ones, not so often. You think uh, Oasis is going to get back together next year? Oh, I, I, to be honest, I don't really care. It doesn't change the CDs you got. No. It doesn't change your iPods. No, so. if we're being realistic. Uh, I, I obviously love Oasis, but do you want them to write new no, music? No, no, no. That's the thing. Jimmy, the first two albums amazing. Yeah. I, I like the third album as well. Which was the third album? Be here you now. Know. It's, a, it's Jimmy. It goes on a bit, but there's good songs on there. And then the, f- for me, for the rest, it was, they were good singles. And a f- yeah, I mean, the, there's better bands out there, in my opinion. Now, yeah, definitely, and it's because of people like Oasis, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What well, was the other album, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants? Yeah, yeah. I think people call that the unofficial cocaine album. Yeah, because that's just like mental yeah, but, instrumentals. And well, they were. I think they were going like a few of the band members left, like yeah. in the middle of that recording. So I think it was a bit, bonehead. Yeah, bonehead's <laughs> gone. Yeah, <laughs> gone. But I, I, have you heard Liam's new album? No, no. no, I, no. I've, I've heard bits, and for me, it's not. It's I, um, I own yeah. a, a pretty green played polo shirt and has a yeah. beret. That's yeah, yeah. Lee and Gallagher. I like I like a couple of tracks I've heard and I like yeah. I like more I like Lean Motors Noel with yeah, his, yeah. Um, with uh, what sort of what sort of person that makes me yeah. know? Well, Lean Motors Noel. Like Noel, I think his his first debut al- his solo album. I think that's better than Oasis done for the, 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 ten, the second ten, half of the yeah. Year. yeah, yeah. I mean, much, it's a great album. I mean, you know, we can always, we'll always have the back catalogue. Exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't mess with the good stuff. Exactly. Spe- speaking of messing with stuff, uh, I'm going to measure your head. How does Go that on. sound? Yeah, so, yeah, so we've got a little feature that we do um, every episode, which is it's getting a bit depressing now. Um, we measure the guest head. Is, is, is depressing. Your bigger, <laughs> bigger circumference than mine. Um, nobody's had a bigger head circumference than mine yet, so. We're going to have to start you know, bringing him in from outer space. Could be the time yeah, when someone defeats me, Jack. I don't know. So we're looking at 63 centimetres. I don't think it's that. Should we guess? Should we have a guess before we do it? In inches? um, uh, Oh, that would be about 15 inches. 15, 16 inches. I should know, really, because it's my head, but I reckon about... When's the last time you measured your head? I don't know, I don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I... was too busy. Yeah, like when you're a kid, your parents mark you on the wall, do you don't measure your head? No, no, no. It's not like a big hat to grow into. I'm going to say 52. I don't know though. I don't know. I'd be surprised by some though. I like about fifty. You look like about fifty-seven. I'm getting a good feel right, for this okay. now. Like, you look right. fifty-seven to me. Your head. Yeah, we at fifty-seven. Wow. Fifty-seven. Good so yeah, good. I'm getting good. You know, some people can go brass sizes. I can yeah. do head circumferences. Good. Who's it from the G- who did you have from the GLC? All the boys, all the boys. All yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, going the re- I was going around the the, the, the yeah, dressing yeah. room, just measuring, like drive by head measuring. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, so. <laughs> we popped up to the gig in Abergavenny and we did recording in the dressing room. So there was boys on the mic and then everyone yeah, was milling yeah. about and doing lovely boys, so eating, yeah, eating, yeah, eating crisps and stuff like that. You know, so it was nice. Did you stay for the gig as well? Yeah, it was good. It was it was in the Butter Theatre, so it was like seated, which like, was weird. Was but weird. Yeah. within within about two minutes, everyone was stood up. I think. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 but the staff, again. the staff were all volunteers, and genuinely, I don't say this with any sort of happiness, but all of them 
looked at least 90 years old. Yeah. And like, the, we were, they, the GLC, the, the staff, I don't think GLC were a cup of tea. Like, no way, know. no way. And they, they genuinely looked like, like something out of a, like Stephen King, Salem's Lot, as well. Like dead yeah. people looking back to life and yeah, just covered yeah. in talc. And like, we, we were watching one old bloke bending down, picking up rubbish <laughs> and putting it in the bin. I was like, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> you put your back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Felt guilty buying beer off old women and stuff yeah. going, I will I, be I'm careful su- with I'm it. I'm surprised that the venues are on purpose and we'll get well, old as we can. Yeah, it's just these sort of, you know, the volunteer guys. The titanium hips are going to get thrown about. Before the end of the game, they ran out of beer outside, didn't they? Because they only sell in bottles. And they ran out of beer, ran out of Cider. People were buying like bottles of red, bottles of red wine, and like, yeah. just neat gin and stuff. Wasn't it? it was the cutest thing though, because like uh, they had they had the bottles of cider and lager on the on a, like a trestle table yeah. on the way in, not refrigerated or anything like that. They didn't think of that. Yeah, and it's just someone's nan there going yeah. hello. <laughs> I can't go in. People came up to get people came into that gig to get smashed. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got like super grand selling yeah. new bloody orchard gold cider. Yeah, it's mad. Like, but you know, that's, that's, I think Newport's doing a good thing. Uh, you know, considering there's not much of a scene there. Yeah, I think yeah. There's some really good stuff coming out. Was it one of the? Was it the drummer from Feeder? Was he from Newport? He was. Yeah, they all are. They used. Apparently, they used. They used to rehearse where we, where I did my first gig. Apparently, nice. so Shelby Club. Oh, his, his brother is a coach down there. Ah, the, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dark horses, Newport, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So I've got a, I've got a little uh, little feature here. To, uh, we'll just do anagrams of, uh, of your name. Mm. Now, I've gone through loads of them, and uh, I've, I've honestly, uh, I've, I've picked the ones that aren't too rude. <laughs> yeah. So these are going to sound very confusing, yeah. just to warn you. But, uh, right, here we go, here we go. Right, so the anagrams of Jack Perrett. Some of them will sound a little bit similar, because you haven't got enough vowels in your name. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. first one, ah. Act pert jerk. Act pert jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Is that one word? No. <laughs> <laughs> it can be if you want. Though. Uh, the next one is a uh, carp jet trek. So, like, carp. for example, you go like a, a fish with a, yeah. a jetpack on you, yeah. and you're gonna go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, ETPJ tracker. So you know, if you've lost your pajamas and an yeah. alien's taken them, get a tracker on it. Right. And then, like, yeah, he's taking it. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, erect PJ cart. So I don't know what that is. Some sort of <laughs> car in your pants. Uh, TCP jet raker. Yeah. I mean that's self-explanatory. Uh, Racket junior ape. Racket so junior ape. Yeah. Junior. I'm cutting corners there. And uh, this, this is my fam- favourite one. I'm thinking about setting up like an, an agency uh, and calling it this. It's going to be called uh, ET Cat Jerk PR. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. quite good. Yeah. Well. yeah. I mean, yeah, still hasn't so beaten the goalie-looking chain hooligan dick, uh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> hooligan, hooligan dick legion. Yeah, hooligan dick yeah, legion. Hooligan dick legion was, <laughs> was the best anagram. Oh, we've had some but, crackers, but they, they were okay. They weren't yeah, yeah. What's up when you got, what's it, E, e and an A in my... Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, two E's and an A, yeah. Two yeah. E's and an A, yeah. Strong consonants in your yeah, name, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd be fucked out to default out on uh, Countdown, your name mm. would. This is like Countdown on Special Brew, isn't it? Jack, it's been it's been nice, but we, we always appreciate people giving up their time, especially on a, no a post Sunday Christmas when you should be eating the last look of shoes and stuff yeah. at home. But any New Year's resolutions now to wrap up going forward? Um, I don't think so. I got I know it's a boring answer. I don't think there is to be honest. With you. I'm going to just do what I can. Nailing keep, it. Keep, yeah, now, keep being awesome. Keep, yeah, I'm going to keep uh, grafting with the music. I think, but um, more Maltesers. Yeah. Yes, eating all the Maltesers, make sure they're gone. Try and make sure not too many candles or pebbles are brought into yes. that new house of yours. Yeah, and pillows and yeah. Yeah, scatter cushions. How yeah. many cushions have you got, Drew? 
Uh, well, they're actually pillow-back um, settees, <laughs> and you'll experience this at some point in your life, Jack. Yeah, yeah we've got a pillow-back settee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did, yeah. Did, did, did your partner do the thing where you go to the uh, shop to look at the settee, but yeah. she's already picked it, Yeah, you're not really picking it, she's just she's, showing, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. She's showing you the one yeah. you're paying half Yeah, for. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all the other one I don't like is when they sort of ask you your opinion on anything, like, well, what do you want for dinner? You say three good answers. What do you want for dinner? And they say, "Oh no, we won't have that. We'll have this." Do you know, why ask me in the first? Why ask Pizza, me? curry, and soup. Yeah. Why, why ask me in the first place? We're just going to do what you want. Uh, Jack, thank you very much, no and uh, have a fantastic 2020. Thank you, anyway. Cheers. Cheers. Thank, thank you. That was the Tales from Wales podcast with Jack Perrett. Uh, what a very nice guy, very uh, very strong work ethic for such a young man. Uh, I have to, have to. Uh, I am jealous, like Drew was as well. But uh, the guy's working as hard as he can, so good on him. Uh, if you want to find Jack on his social media, he's on Facebook at forward slash Jack Perrett Music. On Twitter, it's J Perrett Music. Uh, I would say listen to his music; it's really good. Support that man because he is a hard-working, lovely boy from Newport. And uh, yeah, to play us out with another song from Jack Perrett. Thank you.
Please not today 